Breaking news. Um, while we were doing our other podcast, David Fisdale got fired from the Knicks. Surprise? Not, Not surprised. All, right? Warranted? No. He was merely. What was his record? Uh, I mean, it was a bad record. I mean, it was <laughs> terrible. Well, well, I mean, of course, it's not warranted. No, like yeah. the, the the correct decision would be to just you know remove the Knicks from the existence of the NBA. <laughs> right. No, I mean, the, he can only work with the talent that he has, and you gave that man a team of like twelve power forwards. So what do you want him yeah. to do? I, I mean, like you, you can only work with the people that above you are willing to exactly. Give. And it's like if if James Dolan is gonna be the owner of the team. I don't know why any coach goes in there and thinks they'll have some any. I mean, that was Fisdale's only option, though, from a head coaching yeah, standpoint. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But um, no, actually, he said he had other options. He said it, but I, I, I low key believe him. For who? And he went to the Knicks just because it was probably the highest paid one, and it's just the New York Knicks, and he thinks maybe he maybe saw something when Porzingis was still there, and it yeah. looked like it was heading somewhere. I mean. Come on. Uh, maybe he thought the Knicks were getting Zion. He's like, man, I'm for the gate here. Zion, KD, comes. Kyrie. Nah, but um, <laughs> nah, he, he's he's getting scapegoated, and you can only coach the team that you're given. And for Steve Wilkes to do what he did earlier in the season and say, we're not satisfied with where we're at, blah, blah, blah. We got to start winning games. It's like, dude, you put this team together. Mm-hmm. You, if you, this is, this is merely, this is a product of you. I don't know why you're, you know, scolding anyone. This is your team. Yeah. You have no room to do that. There's been inklings. There's been inklings about this for a while now. Yeah. But the Knicks are looking at Masai Ujiri, Toronto's president. Why would he do that? I mean, if you're if you're Masai, you can really try to drive negotiations there. If you're the Knicks, you try to throw as much money. I mean, Masai as you might, can. Masai but, might say like a hundred million dollars, a ownership stake. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, if the Knicks are if, willing to give if, that if up, the that's Knicks one really thing. want it that bad, like Masai is one of the most well-respected names in basketball operations. But also, like, I think he has such a good thing going for him in Toronto. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, what, and the how much are you is... willing to stake on your reputation? Exactly. But like, if you go if to the Knicks and it blows up in your face, now now your reputation you. takes a hit. Well, I mean, but if you go to the Knicks and they're willing to give you an ownership stake in the franchise. Will, will they do all that, though? I mean, that, that's I mean, a they lot. Won't, but I don't think Masai is dumb enough to take the job without like such benefits yeah i mean when i look at james dolan that's a dude who we've seen that is unwilling to relinquish any power true so but why would a, but he there's do always that? space for like minority owners right and in, in, for a team yeah but yeah i i don't i i have no confidence that they're gonna do that, that, that that's just i mean it, it's a fun thought but i have yeah, no I, don't th- I mean there's no there's no point to Give the benefit of the doubt to the Knicks. Yeah, there's no point to hope for a bright future for the Knicks. Yeah, it's all speculative yeah. at this point. Add Fizz to the All Star bench of All Star coaching mm-hmm. staff. Of Come, the on Lakers. Down. Come, Come on down. Come on down. Come on. Come on. Get on this bandwagon before we go ahead. Let's and win go. A couple chips. Let's I mean, go. He'd be a great assistant coach when Jason Kidd, you know, effectively initiates the coup. Uh, Frank Vogel. <laughs> I mean, shoot. I mean, Frank Vogel. I mean, he's been. We coach- keep this oh, yeah, no, space. He's, he's, he's gonna be the great. coach next oh, year. Uh, yeah, yeah, where, where's y'all? He better um, be the coach. Next where's y'all year. energy for Vogel? And where's y'all energy for uh, Palinka? Because no, I hear nobody giving Palinka and credit Bron. for putting that. In. I mean, yeah, Bron. But, uh, yeah. People are always gonna have energy for Bron, but I hear no one giving Palinka credit for the team. He well, put I mean, together. do do are, should people give Palinka credit for trading? For Anthony Davis. I mean, that was the clear move, but like, what about all the depth that he added to the team? Avery That's clearly. Bradley. I mean, like, know, could you could you have 
really missed on those yes as more than like less or y'all more than y'all were the ones sitting up here avery radley's trash contavious caldwell pope's overpaid uh yeah which he i is, still think which that's he is, the which one saying you know i mean uh dwight howard why would you go get dwight howard <laughs> da, 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 like you know what i mean like it, it, they, y'all had so much energy for um you i'm know, just saying like given criticizing given, the moves like given what they had in terms of financial resources after Kawhi didn't join them it's like what else and, and given the players that were still on the market like what else could there's a bunch of plan b's and done? c's i'm just saying like i mean don't don't get me wrong like if the lakers are 19 and th- three right 19 and three yes it's like there's no point in targeting any aspect of what they're doing but at the same time like there's no like it's not like palinka pulled off something amazing Okay, but the the narrative around Polinka's <clears throat> like free agency decisions wasn't well. That's the best he could have done. It was well. That those are garbage players. He just created well, I mean, a team with LeBron and AD. Well, I mean, and let, let's let's be else. honest. He and the whole Lakers franchise put all their chips in the Kawhi basket. Yes, as they should have, as they should have, and then when, when it fell through, he made decisions that you know ultimately put the team that in the and position put that a, we're in now. Put a team together that. You know, mesh together well and, you know, have good chemistry. And there was no energy for that. And there's still no energy for that. And I think that's just I mean, a there, I think there's a lot more teams out there in the offseason that did a lot more. That but yeah, are we just going to sit up here and ignore the fact that Polinka put a pretty darn good team together? Oh, that's fair. Maybe there hasn't been enough energy, but there, but not a lot of energy goes toward, you know. Positivity. Basketball, we know y'all don't basketball like operations anyways. Like, we're not going to yeah. talk about. I mean, we're talking up David Griffin all offseason. Yeah, all off season, but no one's doing that now, are they? No. Like, is it, like, is anyone talking up Kevin Pritchard for in Indiana? Like, do people even know what his name is? No. You know, right? Not. Like, for for retooling the roster like they did there. Understandable, right? Like, anyone giving credit to Pat Riley for what he's doing in Miami right yeah, now? I, I don't. I don't hear a lot of talk about that. Well, I just think about all, all the talk that I hear. All about I do know. All I do know is that. Is that if the Lakers were struggling like they did last year, it'd be Palinka. It'd be Palinka put a Vogel trash team together, just like last this, year. You know, you know, you know how last year yeah. we got Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, all these players. Now that was a trash team. That was a trash team. How could you ever do this? LeBron only works with three point shooters. If if the Lakers were struggling like the Pelicans or or any of these other teams, even if we were struggling like like if we were just the six, or if we were the Clippers, honestly. Yeah, twelve and five. Twelve and five. I know they're not twelve and five now, but if we started off like that, it'd be Palinka. How could you? Yeah. I mean, revisionist history. I mean, there, there's enough Lakers fans that will talk up Palinka. For as many Lakers fans that there are, they'll talk them up. There's a overwhelmingly, well, yeah, overwhelmingly of course, large amount of NBA because there's that are 29 just, other teams exactly. In the and, and when you and when you have so many. Fo- Forces going against you. People don't hate Palinka. People hate the Lakers. People hate LeBron. I don't want to help these players. I don't want to help this team, this organization, you know, with all their championships and their gloating, exactly. whatever. You have all this working against you, yet, you know, you're, you're flourishing this season. I mean, and it's because is of it, the, Is it all that working against them, or is it the, the same forces that allow them to get LeBron and Anthony Davis? Yeah, I mean, it's really just all the attention. It's all the organizational structure. The media It's, stuff, it's all too. the attention that, that's garnered, and all the attention results in the stature of the Lakers, but it also results in, you know, teams not wanting to do things to help the Lakers. Yep. That's why that's why Memphis is being stupid. And they'll go explicitly out of their way. That's why Mem- yeah, thank you. I mean to thank to, you. To, to you know and I, I I mean that's it's competitive it's a competitive league mm-hmm. and you have every right to do that. But if we were uh when you, you go know, out of your way to like 
almost hurt your own team just to not yeah it, it's if, if we were you know just like the Detroit Pistons in this position I, I don't think the same energy would be had um, but that, that's neither here nor there we, we have a show to get in all right so welcome back to hoop and holler after a week break right yeah for Thanksgiving a week break for Thanksgiving we're back I'm Eddie joined as always by Reagan Griffin and Julio Martinez we have a really special episode Y'all in for show today celebrating the 2010s turning into the 2020s that's crazy to think the calendar's already flipping like that but um, as always follow us on social media at sqr1media on twitter and instagram feel free to drop a Y'all comment not following on us. our posts go follow like for real damn go follow that was hostile it but was. but if you have a question about basketball feel free to drop it in a comment in one of our posts if it's a really good question that we find particularly interesting, we'll address it to open each episode of the podcast and shout you out for it. Um, <coughs> as always, listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So before we do the special segment that we have in store, let's talk about the Rockets last week because you had James Harden that at, at his peak went for 60 points in three quarters against Atlanta. Just crazy mm. unstoppable. Next game, he goes for 50 against the Spurs in a two-point overtime loss, and that game became notable because the officials missed a made dunk, that uh, a, a James Harden made dunk that the officials missed. Mm-hmm. The um, the Rockets eventually lose by two points, and now they filed officially filed like a the, protest, which I don't I didn't even realize you could do. To I I don't even know what that accomplishes. The, like what to replay the game? The yes, fact, what they want to do. The, the, they want to play the last the, seven minutes and fifty seconds of the game. The, the fact that this game, one of the best games of the season, double overtime, uh, got overshadowed by. I'm, I'm sorry. This stupidity is just unfortunate. Like, like. I don't. Y- you guys lost the game. You had a thirteen point lead. That's yeah. that's on you. That's on you. And, 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 it, it, and it, it's stupid because of that. Obviously, that that's an egregious call. Yeah, the yeah. Ball through the hoop. And but they, like they should have gave him the, the day, two points afterward. It, yeah, it, like it, you shot yourself in the foot because the whole time you're thinking about the call, and now you just let the team storm back. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, and, and, and like there, there's a. It's on the refs that were in the game too, whatever. But you know, there there are calls when you know a ref thinks it's a three or thinks it's a two, but it's actually the opposite, and they give the team the points. They should have given them the, given them the points. Mm-hmm. But when when you're talking about replaying a basketball game, yeah, you're not taking into account like health of that night. Exactly. You know, you know, uh, you know, conditioning. Play, certain players getting tired for that night. You're not taking into account like James Harden scoring however much he scored before. That that point in the game you're not talking about russell westbrook and his struggle like it's just different situation you can't apply those situations on another day you lost the game it's your fault and and, i mean forget all that that's not even taking into account that human error is just inherently a part of basketball like it's exactly part of everything and when when you're talking about like uh it's because oh that would have been two points. It wasn't like someone stepped out of bounds. Like when KD uh, you know saved that ball for the Warriors, mm-hmm. he's clearly stepped out of bounds. That wasn't you know that wasn't points whatever. Uh, but but these were two actual points that could have been added to our scoreboard. That doesn't make sense because there there are foul calls. Oh you think the OKC Thunder should p- replay the Heat when KD got fouled against LeBron when LeBron fouled him on, on the on the leg like that. Those games don't get replayed. Yeah. It's just how basketball goes. 
goes. And, and to me, it's like if you're the NBA, obviously you can't grant this. You laugh at that. Yeah, exactly. You laugh at because that. Because if you do... You, you go and down you a very, exactly very slippery slope, and it's seven minutes. It's not like it was one minute when, when they last did the they replay. Want to go, like, how do you even go about doing that? What do you do it at the All Star no, no, break? No, 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 like, no. When they did the yeah, last time show at the All Star game, let's replay. When that. they <laughs> when they did the last replay, it was when Shaq was on the Miami Heat against. I'm forgetting the team, but it was 49 seconds, and it's because they called a foul on Shaq, and they thought it was his sixth foul. Mm-hmm. But it was actually his fifth foul, and they sent him out the game. And that's a legitimate gripe. Because but it he, was 49 seconds. Exactly. It wasn't eight minutes. Like, like mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're being petty. I, I just have an interesting uh, observation. I think it's a little ironic because if you watch the James Harden dunk, he wasn't sure if he made it. Yeah. So he ran back to get the ball because he wasn't sure. And the referees called it in the reaction to watching James Harden act like he thought he missed it, right? Yeah. It's it's a little ironic to me that that the Rockets are being petty over this because, to me, it seems like the Rockets have created a a, a culture that they want the referees Thank to you. react to their reactions, not the actual thing that and, exists. And they have a history of being petty. Yeah. yeah. Oh like, yeah. Like oh yeah. Filing stuff to the NBA. The, Stop. The and, last and, year and, the and, and if you don't think that seeps into your locker room, like. It, it's a mindset. It's oh, no, a revisionist mindset. Like it's why they complain so much. Like all no, or, organizationally, from Daryl Morey to to owner Tillman to Mike D'Antoni to like, D'Antoni to see James Harden last year, Harden to the fans to on Twitter. It's just don't mean to call you out. It's like, annoying. It, it's PJ Tucker does the same thing. Like even Eric Gordon. Like all these players. Like when when they got on the court, and I know he's hurt right now, but it, it, it's like. It's the same thing I would see with Chris Paul when he was on the Clippers. And the it's just is, like whining. It, 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 it's it's indicative because once you get to the playoffs, it's like that sort of culture doesn't win playoff games. No, because the, it's the it's the there's culture. No, there's no accountability there. It's, like it, you keep exactly. on, the, the you keep culture, on forcing blame into third party hands. What when you it's want really is a team that that's going to say. What whatever else happens, we can control our own destiny. We can control the things that we do, and we're gonna go out and find a way to win the game. Whereas, you know, that's not the. I don't see that. They're gonna say, "Oh, well, the referees screwed us over. They did this that, and the other," and that's not a team there, that's gonna go f- the distance. There like, was probably a missed foul call in the third quarter, in the second quarter, that that for the Spurs, you don't think they should have got two free throws, I mean, so they should just, replay yeah. that if they lost. Like it, <clears throat> it happens. It happens. And when adversity hits, like you guys are talking about in the playoffs and the refs aren't calling what you think they should call it it just ha- you got to play through it you you got to you got to take strain and whatever describe yeah. baby stuff man it, and it's, it's indicative of the the Rockets organization as a whole and that's why I'll always you know even when we go back to the the Harden Kobe debate right Harden is reliant upon or at least his scoring his his, his mass scoring outputs are reliant upon a third party or referees to call the plays or call fouls, whereas Kobe, no matter what the, the situation was, it was either Kobe was on or, it, granted, sometimes Kobe was off. But at the end of the day, it was Kobe's. It was in Kobe's hands. James Harden's, it's not in his hands. Yeah, he's and then we see that effect in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, he's giving he's giving it up to somebody third else party. to ultimately be the decider of whether or not he's going to what what he's going to be that day. Have you know all these I mean? scoring outputs. And yeah. and I mean on on the last episode if you guys listened all the way through like obviously I had a lot of energy for James Harden talking about like where his game has his intricacies and and, and how it's like so impactful and, and 
and and really astounding to watch but at the same time like this like this filing of a lot of not lawsuit this filing of a of a protest through the nba is is um is is really the reason why like i've i like i couldn't stand the rockets oh yeah you know the, the last few years especially when they were competing with the warriors just it's at, at, at some point you expect some team to have like like they, like they should be self-aware mm. but it's almost like the rockets and and this is partially probably due to how much onus they place on statistics and like statistical purity yeah where it's like inevitably there's there's chance in the world and and, and there's human error and, and and things don't always go robotically but the expectation i think in the whole rockets organization is that if the numbers tell me this this and this well then it's always going to happen like this 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 and yeah. and no. like me like i will cape for statistics as you know indicators of success but Sometimes you just have to take accountability and, as a team. That they they blew a a, a, a double digit lead, that they could have definitely won that game, yeah. and it wasn't contingent on one missed call because of that that loss. And game. they weren't asking for just uh, a replay of the game. They were asking for that or give them the win. No, nah, that's it, that's it some out, like it, it came out later that they don't they they weren't really seeking the win. They just want to replay the game, which is is it's impractical. It's, oh my god! Bro. But like, like I, I said, it. I don't know if you guys caught it or not. Halftime show at the All Star break. Play the. I game, mean, please. no one no one wants this. <laughs> that's a joke. I mean, they they'd play again. So do you play the whole game and then seven? Uh, yeah, like yeah. It, I mean, it's just, play a tape, play a fifty fifty five minutes. Stop! 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 Is yeah. BS. I mean, uh, like, the thing, like, all of this overshadowed just, like, what James Harden did last week. Just, 60, then like, 50. Or, Kobe or, Bryant was the only player to ever do that. Or, like, scoring 60 in three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that, I mean, that, to me, like, that, that's, it should be talked about. That's, I mean, Kobe like, no matter that. what, that's impressive. Yeah. It's impressive. <laughs> Let's get I mean, to our I, main. I, I'll give James Harden. Our credit, his credit. When when we get to when let's we get, get to, to our main. Okay, yeah. So what what we have in store is the NBA 2010s All Decade Team. So Man, we we take every player decade. that played from 2010 to to right now, and we put them on a first team and a second team, and and ultimately, at least I decided that it should be positionless because like NBA basketball in the latter half of this decade it you know we didn't really Positionless, have Positionless but makes sense. traditional centers but like you know not five guards out there or five big Can I can I just say before we get into this uh th this decade is really the one where I felt like I became a true basketball fan well, like yeah, obviously I was cuz you were like alive enough or like aware like, enough I, I was to, uh, yeah, yeah exactly so yeah. that that's why this this yeah. sort of this list is going to you know it, it means something yeah it, there's, it, there's, there's it, like personal it it, it, it it just means a lot to me uh you know 2010 Lakers won that championship I'll never forget Lamar Odom getting that rebound throwing it to Kobe him throwing it up oh, in the we, air. We do a moments next week, bro. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But yeah, yeah, it's just so many, so many great players and <coughs> you know moments of this decade. That's yeah. why we're highlighting it Speaking for you guys. Of moments and being a fan of a particular team, the Warriors. I mean, anyway, <laughs> I feel, anyway. I feel like it's 2010 right, was a long time. Uh, ago. Should, should, should we each name one person and then I think go we should the go table? down I, our I think, five. Um, I felt like I just wanted to get out of the way that I feel like there's three players on the first team that definitely we all have on there. LeBron James, right? mm -hmm. Stephen Curry, yep. and Kevin Durant. Okay, no, without yeah. a doubt. Without okay. a doubt, there's no yeah. there's no debate there. Right? Yeah, and and I actually before we name the players, I also wanted to say that 
the 2000 I feel I feel like NBA basketball in this decade is particularly special because I don't think we've ever seen as much change okay. in, in, in basketball that, that we've seen this decade. Sure. Uh, just I pioneered by Steph Curry. Just like the way the game is played and yes, revolutionized by the three-point shot mm-hmm. and by Stephen Curry. And it happened like in the smack dab kind of middle, middle of it. Middle of it, right. So it's, it's And it's weird. like there's really like two dec not two yeah. decades, but, but two, two eras of, of basketball. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so yeah, so Steph, KD, LeBron, we all have on there. Um, so how do we want to do this? Did you want to say your five? I'll, I'll, I'll say my five. Well, who are your other right. two? So Steph, James Harden, mm. uh, KD, Braun, and, Ka- and Kawhi. We had the same one. So my, f- okay, let me, let me just speak on, on Kawhi really fast. So if you, if you go and look at his statistics, when was he drafted? Like 20... 12 2011 something like, something like that yeah. so he he came in a little bit after 2010 obviously mm-hmm. um his career stats might not reflect like his per year stats might not reflect mm-hmm. you know what uh and being in on an all decade first team but what does reflect is a two times finals mvp mm-hmm. and two championships that has to be taken into account now the only I grappled with him only because AD. I I really? almost put AD in here because he would, you know, he's he's a killer. And then I was thinking, what Lack if you put winning, right? what, what yeah. if you what if you put AD into the what if he got drafted by the Spurs and Kawhi got drafted by? Yeah, by, it'd be different. It'd be it'd be much different. But they, like we we could do what ifs all day. But right? yeah, exactly. And and then that that's what took me back. Like yeah, you can do what ifs all day. You, you never know. Um, but Kawhi did develop into this player that we know today and just right. won the championship last year. Um, so yeah, I have to give it to Kawhi. Two Finals MVPs, two championships. We 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 had the same exact list, person for person. Um, and let me just say, as much as I'll you know gripe and moan about James Harden, the mm-hmm. dude without a doubt deserves yeah. to be on the all decade team. Yeah. To to me and and James Harden is on my first team as well, mm. of course. If Steph Curry revolutionized the game of basketball in this decade, then I feel like James Harden is the one that perfected Whoa. or like or like maximized Maybe that's the word. Maximize the, I mean, the you, version of basketball. I can't today. and again, he's on my list, but I can't say that you maximize it if you didn't win a championship. Yep. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, that that's yep. the epitome of maximizing talent is and that has to be taken into account on on these lists it's not just your stats yeah career or per year what you what your output was but, but it, it's your results it, it, james harden so he, I, I don't think there's much argument to be made against him being on the on uh, the top none at all mm-hmm. none at all who's okay. your last person? so i'll name mine so obviously i have steph katie braun james harden i have chris paul on the first team no no what? chris paul no like let's let's not forget because i think a lot of this is recency no. bias that like because Chris Paul with his over, injury concerns recently, I didn't have over Kawhi Leonard. Wait, yeah, wait. yeah. One has two championships and two Finals MVPs. The other one has but, but, no MVPs but, but at all. But let's talk about Kawhi Leonard. He's the first championship that he was a part of. Yes, okay, he won the MVP for the what five games, six games in that series. Okay, you just like but in that completely season. undersold that. It's not yes, yeah. he won the MVP. It's like it's he won the a Finals, finals MVP, MVP in the M- like. Come on, bro. sure, but that's. That's six games. And if we want, we didn't care about finals MVPs before Steph made it a national. Team. But 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 if we want to talk about Kawhi Leonard stats, yeah, CP's stats may be better, but he never averaged over like twenty. Yeah, but like Kawhi in the year that he won his first championship, he averaged like twelve. 
Yeah, yeah. thirteen yeah. a game. Yeah, that, that's fine. But it's what Kawhi's you. Kawhi's only averaged more than twenty. Put it this actually, way: actually, well, four years out. If of you the, had the to make, uh, if you could go back in time and you know show all of the GMs what they what we mm-hmm. know now. Oh my God, Kawhi! Oh yeah! Oh my God! No, Chris Paul! Hell no! Chris Kawhi! Hell no! They're taking it's, Kawhi. It's not this even a league is a this league is a two way wing league. That's what you it's need a, to win in this league. It's a two-way wing and lead guard league, and Chris Paul will go down as one of the greatest lead He guards will, but he's injury but, prone. Kawhi Leonard will go down as an even greater two-way wing. Yes, yes. At least, at least in this decade, right? Like, for example, for from like 2020 to 2000, like 20, what four? Maybe I'll take you know the Kawhi years. But just for this decade alone, considering what Chris Paul did from the beginning to the end, like Chris Paul is one of the most when under, you have the when players. you have almost. The perfect starting lineup and perfect team in what they had in the Clippers, a great point guard, a great shooter, shooting guard, like a shooter mm-hmm. in J.J. Redick, you know, Blake Griffin and, and DeAndre. Like small forward. Like, and, and when you have Jamal Crawford off the bench, like he wasn't actually he, he was exciting, I mean, but I'm, he wasn't. <clears throat> but come on, basketball. like you got to get I'm not past gonna, the second round. I'm not, I'm not going to sit up here and, and assert that Chris Paul wasn't a great player. He was amazing. Right. But you have to hold these people to their results. Yeah. And and I mean, they went up. Chris Paul does not have any series. MVPs. No, he doesn't have any finals, finals MVPs. No, no finals. But he's also. If you go through the moments in the playoff, you know, series. What moments? The, it's a, it's been a moment the, 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 the series a, a against the Spurs. And he had one <laughs> shot. Yeah, that shot over T. But he, he, on a totally bum hamstring, led okay, Kawhi the Clippers over the Spurs. Bad totally knee, bad knee. Over Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Sure, again, like, the these players the are East. legendary. That's why they're getting considered for this list. But in the totality of this decade, I, I, I don't see why you make that. The, I, I don't see this. The, the, the I mean, let, okay, let, let, let's the first of all, in the, let's in not the let's argument. not let's not forget Chris Paul this decade, seven time All Star. He was first team from 2012 to 2014. First team defense from 2012 to 2017. As a defender, I'm putting him up the, there with Kawhi Leonard. Oh my God! Bro. Okay, I'm sorry. I put him up there with for Kawhi his Leonard. position. Sure, yes, I'll agree with you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd be confident. The assistant steals leader in this the, in this decade. One of the greatest assisted turnover ratios of all time, which is something that I consider to be like incredible as a lead guard, where he was his usage was so insanely high and his turnover percentage was so insanely low. The only way I put someone over uh, Kawhi Leonard, who ha- again has two championships, two Finals MVPs, and who's had great output in the last two three seasons, is if their stats are just out of water. Like like James Harden, if mm-hmm. if if CP had James Harden stats, then I, I'd consider it more. But CP but, CP had James Harden impact. I really I really think the, he the, did. the, the thing but is, everybody is, hated him in the locker room. I I know I know they did. I'm saying like part of part of Chris Paul is that like he always was on the teams that were opposing the Warriors or like were the rivals of the Warriors. So like it was hard to appreciate like what he really did as a as an observer. I mean, but like, if you go over over time, I'm not, like, not going to sit is... up here and assert that statistically Chris Paul wasn't better than Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. But context is everything, mm-hmm. and, 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 and the what... context is that people only remember Chris Paul as a player who couldn't get. No, the I Clippers remember Chris Paul as one of the, the best. He's a top five point guard of all time. One of the most locked down point guards. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I if you if you're asking me personally, would I rather have Kawhi Leonard? Over the course of this decade, Hell or Chris yeah. Paul over the course of this decade, Kawhi. I'm taking Kawhi all day. Easy. 
Not even Easy, close. Because like I, I know at the end of the day, I can win a championship on the back of Are Kawhi. you sure you're not just saying this because Kawhi is still in his prime right now and Chris Paul is exiting it? No, I'm no, saying it because like, I, I'm Chris looking Paul, at the results over the course of the decade. Because Chris Paul in the earlier part of this decade was, you know, one of the players that you, you put up against anyone in terms of can I get a win with this guy on my team? But can you get a championship with this yeah. guy? And like, the yeah. Thing is like, I, I, and the thing is like the moments is that he couldn't make he, he couldn't carry the teams past um, you know the second round, but like in those playoff series, like like just in the moments, Chris Paul is actually one of the most clutch players of all okay, time. Okay, but I have to Whoa. hold you to your results. I will always yeah. and forever stick to that. I will have to hold you to the results that you produce, and the results that you produce were not anywhere near equatable to what Kawhi did. But it's I mean like do we forget those like they they go up seven games against one of the most talented Thunder team of all time? Okay, right? It's like you go up against one of the uh, you know like. Uh, Kawhi uh, Leonard uh, stared down LeBron James in that Miami Heat team yeah. in the face. Locked down. Well, not locked down LeBron, but he was the difference maker in that series. It's great, but like, but throughout that season, like Kawhi, like no one cared about Kawhi that season. Until yeah, the because he he wasn't a he wasn't LeBron coming out of like college. Or and I mean, like it, even the season after, no one cared about Kawhi except like, oh, remember he was a Finals yeah, MVP. Yeah, but no, it wasn't until let, 2015 let, that let, people let's, actually thought. Let's of Kawhi. not get stuck on Kawhi. If if Kawhi if I did, if I eliminated Kawhi and I had to put another player in, people I'd put in front of Chris Paul. I have two people in mind. One AD and two Russ. Russ? Yes. Russ. If if you're talking about two guys who don't have championships, uh huh. Russell Westbrook put up empty triple See, doubles. Thing, it's not empty, empty because his record, his rec, they had like a seventy-five win percentage when he got a triple double. Yeah, but that's okay. Bad. That's we're, not if you're putting up a bad. triple double, you should be winning like we're, all the we're, time. We're, we're splitting hairs yeah, here okay. because like uh, Russell Westbrook and then the Crave, Chris Paul, and Russell Westbrook both on my second team. If you ask me to make a decision between those two, I'd really have to sit down and think about it over the course of the decade. I was I actually have. thinking between Chris Paul and Paul George. Oh my that god. Was, that was bro. my distinction. Paul George? Dude, can we can we talk about Paul George? He was you drafted in, in he the, was drafted in like 2012. Dude, no, you're no. severely underrating Kawhi's Leonard contra- Kawhi Stop. Leonard's contributions Stop. to this. You decade. cannot put Paul George o- over Kawhi Leonard. Where does the, this stem from? You the, can't put it. Do you need you, to talk? It's cuz Kawhi beat his part, Warriors. Do you need to talk what did no. Kawhi Leonard do to no. you? I you mean, can't put Paul George Paul George over Kawhi Leonard. The guy that punched you look like Kawhi Leonard. No, we are we are so we are so distorted in the ways we think about Kawhi Leonard. So seven point eight points missed, a game, twelve point one points year a year in his prime of the decade. So like the the okay. idea that you know, like so he doesn't have that there going for he him. He couldn't so get over Katie. the hump. So was Kevin Durant. Sure, but I mean, like Kevin Durant was like legendary for the entire part of the decade. Kawhi, you can't put Kawhi, PG over. Kawhi didn't I mean, James score Harden's twenty all, on all of our first like Kawhi, teams. And he wasn't Kawhi, even near the stature that he is currently. Kawhi, as a scoring centric player on offense, didn't score twenty points a game until the twenty fifteen twenty sixteen season. Your whole shtick that since I've known you is okay. You can score the ball. That's great. But what is your value to the team? And Kawhi's Leonard, Kawhi Leonard's value to the teams that he was on has been exponentially. Great. Exactly. Like, great. Are we sure? I, I'm not. Again, like I don't. What are you? It, it ended in two championships. Yeah, but like considering the the the, the talent Tim Duncan that he has was around at, him. Tim Duncan was almost out the door in 2012. 
Tim Duncan was still Tim Duncan. It wasn't oh. the same. I mean, Tim look, Duncan, look, look. I mean, you know, you know, good. I like you know, you know, I like metrics. But Chris Paul is is six all time already, and and I know you guys might not understand the stat, but box plus minus, which takes into account, you know, like the impact of a you game. You know how I, I feel hate about box plus, plus minus. minus. I I hate plus. But it's, it's like, indicative of what the five players on the court. Yeah, are doing. I don't know. Box yeah. plus minus is different. It it, right, it, it takes into account different aspects of the game I don't, and yeah. like values. I like, just watched the game. Like for example, like assists in the game are more valuable than rebounds. Like assist percentage or turnover percentage is more valuable. All it's I'm like, saying is like that I, t- okay. I take you, into account you have to, you'd accomplishments. You have to sit down and like really break down to me. Sure, what but, but even like me going back and viewing Chris Paul's career, it's like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like, it, like he like he was an extremely winning but player. It, even and, him, and just due to chance in certain moments. Even, it wasn't even because certain, of him. Okay, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't because it of him. You that can't be that every year. It's, it's not chance it in be, certain moments. It's chance in every, every single moment. moment. Every single moment, he doesn't come out on top. Every moment. Every single one. I mean, again, it's like... Every single one. Every... Yeah. That's I mean, not chance. Like that's, Kawhi, called, Ch- that's called... Chance, Le- chance is called when LeBron wins... Three out of eight, or Kobe wins five out of seven. That's chance. That you know you don't win every single. That's a chance. Chance but, is me flipping a coin. It's going to land on heads but, and tails. But that's what but I'm saying. You tails, don't win every single one, but you shouldn't tails, lose every single times, one. I'm going to start questioning the coin. And yeah. I mean, the thing is, it wasn't even on him that you know they lost those games. It's like it wasn't like he's that, not. That's a more fair argument. It's like you can't go back to the games and be like, wow, he put up a dud in that game. Like no, like he is almost always a player that like leads the team or at least tries to lead. Tries. The team. They don't. And there's the, a lot of players it, that don't like his leadership, though. I know, I know there is. It's like the thing with Chris Paul is that he always be, you know, a, a blatant flopper. He always be like a ref guy who complains to the refs a lot. A guy who like lashes out at his teammates all the time. Teammates never really liked him. And it's like I feel like a lot of that just started dispelling too much, especially now that Chris Paul is aged, injury prone. That like we forget just how valuable. He but was when early you, in the day. but when you're, but when you get to a list like this you have to split hairs and when you're splitting hairs between someone like him and Russ one has an MVP one doesn't one averaged you know triple doubles for three straight years and one didn't one like, is a one is a winning player and one isn't how is he a winning player he never got to the conference finals Russell Westbrook's been to the NBA finals with uh, Kevin yeah, Durant I mean, yeah, James I, Harden I'm, I'm not interested in that argument I'm, I mean, anyways, I'm, I'm this, more interested this in the year fact that why, I don't understand why Kawhi Leonard how do you not, put Paul George over Kawhi that one really doesn't make sense. Okay, to me. because earlier in the decade, think about those Indiana Pacers. Earlier, teams. I can say later in the decade. But, but your whole yeah, later in the decade, a, Paul George became one of the like top ten NBA. No, no, I'm saying later in the decade, Kawhi Leonard is Kawhi now. Yeah, He's no, but the, I'm saying like Paul George has done it through year 2000, 2012 to you know, when we right talking now. about the best player in the league, Kawhi Leonard is up there. Yeah. But and Kawhi, Paul George but Kawhi, is not. But it's like it's like why three. it's like for example like we don't have Giannis on these lists, do we? I have Giannis. Okay, so like for example, I don't have Giannis on my list because Giannis became great in like 2016. I say that's like the that's the earliest part of his greatness. It's like he's a great like right now he's one of the best NBA players. He might go down as one of the best of all time, but you know all decade team. This is like the entire decade. Kawhi's only really been great. You have to take accomplishments into account. Yeah, I mean that's within the decade, but like you can't just you can't just you can't just yeah brush that to the side. I mean it's like okay, so Andre Iguodala has. The finals MVP and has been one of the you know most key cogs in like great Warriors teams. That's yeah, but you know context. Like eighteen eight points a game. You know context. So basically, you have to know context. Kawhi became the focal point of that team. Did Andre Iguodala lead the team like Kawhi Leonard? Is Andre Iguodala capable of leading the Raptors? Has there been a better defensive, a better perimeter defensive player 
over the course of this entire decade than Kawhi Leonard? I think so. Who? Like Chris Paul is up there oh as a God. great perimeter defender. He's he's been better than Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Leonard. Kawhi Leonard can defend four, Chris, Chris four Paul positions. Had, Chris Paul had more uh, All NBA first defense. Okay, let, let's than not Kawhi. talk about the, the accolades. Let's talk about what we isn't, see isn't, on the court. Isn't, isn't that let's what talk, we care about? Let, let's talk about we care what, about Finals MVPs here. Let's talk, you know, yes, like, because that's, that's the pinnacle of sport. Yeah, once you get once you come. What's over better that or All Star games? Kawhi well, Leonard is an All Star. What I'm saying is that you know you get we care about Finals MVPs because no one can refute that he got to that point and earned that. No one refute that. No, you know how I feel about Finals MVP. I mean, no one, no one, no one cared until. No, no one, one can cared. refute the fact that he won the finals. That's true, but but in those six games, he became like the best player in that series, and 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 you know on the highest stage of basketball. But like that season, you know, Kawhi Leonard was oh like in, he's an interesting dude. You know, like, yeah, because it wasn't until really it wasn't until twenty sixteen that like he was actually like a top ten NBA player. He's only been a top ten NBA player for what four four or so years in this decade. But he's been such a dominant player within that time frame that I think re- it outweighs what Chris Paul's done. Like to me, like Kawhi's Kawhi has one more year on Giannis in terms of being like a top NBA player in this decade. Has okay. Kawhi been that much greater than Giannis? Where I'm, I'm willing Kawhi to throw Kawhi up two there. Championships. Two championships. He has two championships. Yeah, one of them, he was a role he has player two that happened to they pop off in the championship finals without Kawhi. Him. What do you mean happened to? Why do you think you they can't drafted just Kawhi? You value the results that he's. Like, I don't understand why you consistently. And, and you, like, I don't know why I don't understand why you consistently devalue results because like he wasn't he wasn't the clear leader of that final. Was he team. the leader of Toronto? Yeah, for the oh, for, oh, for the most part, it's just clear for the, all the part. But like, yeah, I, I don't I, I don't understand what what what's your gripe with results. I like mean, no, like, day, but I, like I, you can do what you want in terms of like justifying. I mean, the roles, Chris Paul's but, talent. Okay, I, I mean, the, the, the results. Talent, but I have if to we're, hold you. If to we're looking at results in a vacuum, Pat McCaw has won three championships in a row. Oh my! You know, God. like I'm but not, you, I'm you not, know not, he's not. You I know, know he's not. You're looking at that without context. That, that, no, and that's the problem with stats. No, that's the problem with stats. No, my whole point is I'm looking at it with context. That Kawhi was a role player until he got to that series, and he happened to pop off happened. in that series. He just happened. Just to. like Andre Iguodala. Oh, he just woke up on a whim one day and just decided, oh, I'm going to oh, be a okay, great but, basketball okay, player. Okay, but how about Andre Iguodala winning the Finals MVP in this decade? Like did, didn't he just? If you put just, him on the Raptors, he, he wouldn't he, have led them to the championship. That's my, the difference. Andre, no, Kawhi's been Andre great. Andre Iguodala won a Finals season. MVP out of you know kindness, I guess, from the Warriors. Like they they just like you know thank you for holding LeBron for the majority of the time. That really belonged to Steph, but you know that's a different discussion. But like yeah, that is there anyone else you could have handed that Finals MVP to other than Kawhi Leonard? Hell no. I don't want to hear Fred Van Vliet. I don't want to hear about nobody. Yeah, like, like, Are we talking about last year? I'm talking about the Spurs. Either, either one. Either one. You couldn't have handed that Finals MVP to anyone but Kawhi Leonard. Yep. And that's I mean, undisputable. Sure. But then, but then, like, no one thought of him like a top Just because no one was player. thinking, uh, you of all people, I would expect, you of all people, I would expect to. Say just because no one's thinking about is anyone thinking about Robert Covington? But you see the value in Robert Covington. Is anyone thinking about half the dudes that you like to you know bolster? I mean that's fair. But then even okay, that Finals MVP year he averaged in that series seven eighteen points a game, six rebounds, two assists, and he locked LeBron's up. He locked LeBron down. He was a great shooter. But it's like, like can we not get it twisted? Am I not considering the context here that he was just a role player on that team? Just you a role. Can, like the, the, the like no. You cannot be just a role player and win finals. Yes, MVP. you can. You, I mean, Iguodala did Iguodala it. Can but the, <laughs> the thing is, you 
18 points. But you know and locking that up LeBron James isn't just a role player. That's that's start. Like, did anyone average more points than him? Yeah, Tony Parker did. How much did he average? 18. Tim Duncan averaged 16. Wait, how, wait, how, how much? How much did Kawhi average? 17.8. And Parker got 18 on the dot. Oh my god, it were really two point point two points. Yeah. I he mean, was I'm the not, star of I'm those not, teams. I'm not saying like again, like those Spurs teams were, you know, they 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 shared the love everywhere. And and Kawhi was the best player in that series, but like he wasn't so astronomically better. Where it's like, oh, this is like what we think of in a Finals MVP. Like, no, how like, much did he average like, on the year? 12. Uh, 12. 12. 12. Something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, do you want me to go through Kawhi Leonard's like entire career? Do you want me to go through like do you like want- Chris Paul? He never averaged over twenty. That's what I'm saying. If you're gonna put Chris Paul over no, Kawhi, but, but Kawhi, his stats have to be insane. Okay, but Kawhi is a scorer on offense. And a defensive, like stout player, perimeter defender who can defend so, four so, positions. So what's so what's Chris Paul on offense? I mean, on defense. He can he in in the prime of his career he could defend the point guard position greatly. One of the greatest guard defenders One of all position. time. One position. When you're talking about this dude who can defend yeah. four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to take that into account as well. And I mean, like, because yeah, you, like okay, you, say, you said it yourself. We and we existed within this decade uh-huh. where we saw the shift of the from from an old era to a new three point era. And Kawhi Leonard is like indicative of how what what the ideal player is for the that best era. players in NBA history are all wings. When you if you give this option to GMs like Reagan said, like that's where Do you Jordan, honestly think they would pick Chris Paul hell over no. in, in twenty ten if I said I can have Kawhi for no Leonard. for this entire decade. Yeah. For this so decade, let's say no. let's say, decade, let's, say let's say no. you can have Chris no. Paul for the next ten years or you can have Kawhi Leonard for the next or 10 years. I'm saying like in their careers that they did have. So like if you pick Chris Paul in, in December thirty first, two thousand nine, you have Chris Paul, you know, coming out of elite years in New Orleans going into this decade, all ten years. Uh-huh. If you pick Kawhi Leonard knowing what he will become, yeah, you're like, we're, will, we're doing revisionist like, history. I'll, like, I'll, I'll get him as you know, like a role player until yeah. twenty fifteen and yeah. he'll yeah. pop off for the last yes. half. And he I'm can taking win Chris me a Paul. Yes. I'm taking yes. Chris Paul over the entirety nope. of the decade. So you just nope. don't care about championships. It's it's not that. It's like they don't outweigh I mean, that's what, you're what saying. Chris Paul's done that's the what entire decade. That's what you're saying. You're saying I I'll take Chris Paul, I'll take what he's capable of. And he's but a I don't winning, care that, winning player. I don't care that Elite Kawhi Leonard player. is gonna win me a championship. I mean, what's what's to say? Like if you what's if, to if, say is the fact that he won two championships in this decade. That's true, but but again, like those those are things that you can extract after the fact. Right, it's like I mean, I'm that's saying all we're doing. This is that's the entirety. We're, I know, we're I know. At the okay, decade after I know. I know that's what we're doing. It. But when I think about like how valuable were these players really? Like throughout this decade, from 2010 to 2020, Chris Paul was the more valuable player because you know, like he was more, he, he was better throughout the entirety of the decade compared to Kawhi Leonard. I mean, I, I'm not gonna sit up. Like, like let's say, say let's say, let's say you're a, you're a GM in 2009. You can get just because Kawhi Leonard. You can draft Kawhi Leonard. You're not getting like. A, a dominant not, force until 2016. You're not, but you know what he will be uh, again. What I'm saying is you're basically those, suffering through seven years of him being like a suffering, just a dude who just existed. Uh, if you if you draft, if bef- you draft you're saying him. he wasn't good before. You're, you're saying GMs would still be suffering before 2016. He won Finals MVP. That's not suffering. But like, can we consider who he was on that team? Like a like a role player, a defensive stout. You'll be you'll be player. you'll be talking about picking from the greatest collection of talent. And can in we the pool also can, 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 can we also uh, address the fact that he it, it's pretty evident that he had the ability but he was playing within his role and he was doing what he was, he was yeah. I, I I thought 
I actually thought he developed those skills over time. He yeah, just, he, he just, did develop yeah. those skills over time, but I, I can't. Like he was, like, I, at I, that, I find it extremely hard to believe that he just woke up one day during the NBA Finals and decided to average 18 points. He had that capability the entire true. time. True. I mean, that was he, the first true, time that they he, asked he him true. to do it. He shot very efficiently in that series, in the in the six-game series. But all his career, he's he, look, look at his effective field goal percentage. It's all 50 and above. Yeah, I mean, again, but in that series, that's, you, know, you know what I mean. Like, like Kawhi, I'm not saying that he didn't. Kawhi was the a very, the That's a great time. point. But Kawhi wasn't a great isolation scorer at that time. He wasn't, but he was still capable of averaging 18. He he just wasn't doing it because it wasn't within the system. I I don't know. I like the way the at least the way I remembered it was that Kawhi developed like skills and skills. Over he did, time, over but no, I'm saying decade. he did, but I'm saying like he, like he started off that as development like, brings it, you from 18 or, or 12 whatever to now what he's I, averaging I'm saying, now. Hey, like no, he goes so he goes from an amazing perimeter defender to a guy whose um, Spurs shooting coach developed like a really good shooting stroke into him, so he becomes defender into three and D wing, and then he okay, develops uh, like ball okay, handling skills. I have into an issue with what you just said. Let, let's not act like. The the, the the Spurs shooting coach instilled skills yeah. into him. Players. Kawhi players. Kawhi, yeah. Kawhi's one of the greatest, you know, like self-motivated players. Oh. But, like, that's the progression of his career in this decade. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with you in that he, he became a better player over the course of the decade, but I don't think it just snapped and all of a sudden happened in 2016 NBA Finals. I think he had that potential over the course of all of those, not all, maybe necessarily all the years, but, you know, I think he, he could have had 18-point scoring potential in 2015. Mm-hmm. Definitely had it during the course of the regular season in 2016. But if you're talking about we're just extracting results, does that matter? We're extracting yeah. results within context. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're telling me that Kawhi could have been an A1 option during those years. On no, the we're not A1, saying that, but he could have averaged 18. He could have averaged somewhere around where he would. Because the, the NBA Finals, the 2016 NBA Finals was the first time that the San Antonio Spurs asked Kawhi to do those things. Okay. I mean, okay, given your context, you know. This is Kawhi's numbers in this decade. 17.9 points a game, six rebounds, two and a half assists. Yes. That's right around what Chris Paul, he didn't average over 20. He had like 19. Yeah, but I mean, come on now. Let's not let's not let's not act like, you know, 19 points, 10 assists. Let's not act like 17 points. Whatever he had. I mean, but I mean, come on, just just in terms of like the the box score impact and what we know oh Chris God. Paul's impact was. I know, I know Kawhi Leonard's impact. Yeah, Kawhi Kawhi was a great like Kawhi was reliant a on championship scoring player. on offense and a great perimeter defender. Chris Paul was a great perimeter defender and someone who can guard one position. And someone who can guard four and someone who could like run a team and lead it to success. Players didn't Kawhi, like him. Kawhi, Players don't like him. Kawhi Leonard couldn't lead a team to success. Not until the latter half of the career. Okay, but like what? what okay. I see your point. He could Chris Paul could lead a team to to success eh, to a certain he? point. Second round. To a certain point. And that can't be disputed. He could he could lead a team to his to success to a certain point. Second round. But to me, I'm going to value the fact that Kawhi Leonard could lead a team to success to the point, the pinnacle. You know what I mean? Like I, I value that okay. I'll value uh, uh two championships over, you know, eight uh second round exits. Yep. Okay. I mean, and, we'll, we'll we'll settle that, but I I always maintain now that I can look back and, and think that most people do not have Chris Paul's legacy. Right? All, all I know is that you better I, I, have him. No, I, I'll agree with you there. They don't have his legacy right. I think I think like, I think he's a over top, over Kawhi. No, I think he's a top five player in this decade. He like he like he like you really have to consider that. Okay, let, let, let's go to second team. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like y'all are gonna hate my second team now. I kind of. So who wants to start off with it? All right, I'll, I'll name. Can we all uh, go, go, go? Russell Westbrook. Okay, I have I'm Russ. Like right I don't. Now. I don't have Russ. 
Oh my no, god! I, mean, I, I can understand that. No, I can't. I can't. But we, I we see the real rust this year, and this is the rust that I've been telling people about the entire time. He's not the. Don't this let, is not the real rust. If you want to talk about the pinnacle of your career, Chris Paul isn't what he is. Is now what he was at, at the peak of his career. Yeah. But no, same but with I mean, Russell like, Westbrook. I, sorry, I, I don't mean I don't mean it like what he's shown this year, but like this is. You know him without like fifty percent usage percentage. Like he's, uh, he's but you were talking about usage percentage with CP. The thing, the thing yeah, is, I'm, with I'm, saying like, I'm saying like he's not a first winning of all, player. man won an MVP. That that has to be taken into account. Thank you. Thank you. Second of all, first player since Oscar Robinson to average a triple double. Three. Like, that has to be taken in into a account. row. Okay. Uh, third of all, he made. I, I can't. I don't remember the number off the top of my head, but he made a lot of all NBA teams throughout the course of this decade. Yeah. A lot of them. So like just taking all those things into account, you granted have the impact, to. oh, the overall impact may not be there, but I have to take the I away. think it's there because it's seventy five percent win percentage. But like when you get a triple double, shouldn't you be expecting to win like a hundred percent of the time? No. Because like Take no. like take like LeBron James's triple double percentage, no. like much higher. Not with those teams. Like shit. I mean, I know like Draymond is at like a hundred percent when he gets a triple. Yeah, because you're playing with Steph, KD, and okay, Clay. okay, but but let's talk about it. Russell Westbrook put up great numbers and was winning when he was with Kevin Durant on those maybe the most talented teams assembled of all time Whoa. in those Thunder teams. Like debatable. That's debatable. But KD left. Russell Westbrook put up even more insane numbers. But you know. They were yeah, sexy. and it's not conducive. It might not be conducive to winning in the playoffs, like, like but Russell, it's still Russell, you can't overlook three straight years of triple averaging triple doubles. I mean, dude, and an MVP. Dude, come, come on now, can you hear hear this out. Over the course of this decade, he's averaged twenty three points, seven rebounds, eight assists, MVP, first triple to average a triple double. He's a two time scoring champ, two time assist champ, eight time All NBA. Like, I, like, I, like I, I understand. I understand the reason for it, but I think we've seen this year is that if he, he's past like his we've prime. Seen, is he really though? Yes, he is. His physical, athletic, uh, just just prime. given those sheer like given those sheer like like the, the, the accolades and the numbers like you just got. There's no other way around it. I don't care about it. Like that's he's past his physical prime, but what he performed Russell in this Westbrook decade is insane. In this decade will be. And maybe in NBA history will be the greatest example of like the box score stats and results not adding up. That's the same thing I can say about CP. It doesn't add up. I mean, he has a point. I can say the same thing about so many other players I mean, who don't I'm, have I'm championships. Talking, I'm talking about like, that's why we weigh the championships so much. That's why Kawhi Leonard right is point. in the first team. And Russell, I agree Russell, with you. I don't think Russell Westbrook's numbers are indicative of his overall impact. I don't. But just given the, the sheer, you know. Weight of everything that he's accomplished, and so you're, all, just, so you're considering numbers without impact. I'm considering the numbers, and I'm considering the two-time scoring champ, the 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 assist champ, the eight-time All NBA. Not every MVP, player can do that. That's true. That's true. It takes a special player to accomplish that. Yeah, like but that in itself, like, I have but, to consider all that. Like Chris Paul was much more like of a valuable player, and and maybe this is me going off metrics here than Russell Westbrook was due to terrible efficiency, you know, turnover percentage. You know, it's like like. Like he wasn't like I'm not I'm not disagreeing with literally anything that you're saying, but I still have to put Westbrook. On that, the, I mean that's fair. Uh, I I, um, I see it with the numbers, but like what what I really did with Chris Paul, what I did with all these lists was consider numbers and impact. So I I, I had Westbrook, then Chris Paul, then I had Giannis. You, y'all we y'all might fight me on that one. I have Giannis. I, okay, I understand because like Giannis to me is like the more. I said this more ultimate Kawhi, where it's like it's a second <laughs> half of the decade player. But the sheer dominance that he's done within that 
that yeah, yeah. he has been sheerly you have and to take utterly that into dominant. And, like, like, and then like he unstoppable. changed, and then like he's he's like a talent we've never seen before. Right. So like, so that was your third one. right? That's my third Go. one. I have Anthony Davis. Okay. And Lamarcus Aldridge. Oh my god! Lamarcus I don't want Aldridge. Aldridge? Okay, y'all here. No, no, I, Lamarcus. Yo, stop, I, Lamarcus. You Aldridge. can't. Oh, I have Reagan. 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 <laughs> do y'all. Reagan. Reagan. Look, look, look at me, please. Talk to me. Talk to me. What's up? We were just we were just talking about championships, right? Yeah. How do you put him over D Wade? How do you put him over Melo? I know he doesn't have a champion. How, how do you put him over Melo? Seven time All Star, five time All NBA, one of the Reagan. Most I'm gonna come for your head. Oh my god, players. he's not impactful. He yeah, he really is not. He's, <laughs> he's not, not at all. I, <laughs> he's not at all. Bro, at, at the end of the what year, are we doing year here? in and year out? We have seen consistency from <laughs> Marcus Aldridge. All these players are consistent. No, for their step, all of them, all not, of them. I mean, not not, not really. Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> but like uh, I'm just saying, like like yeah, I mean, like you could expect twenty and ten from Lamarcus Aldridge you year in and year out, like consistently. I think there, there's something to be said for that. Okay, how about you're let, saying let's, he's a better player than Melo in this decade? Yes. Oh my god! I, I feel like when I think I of think, Melo, I think of two thousands. I don't think of two thousand. Really? I feel like that's recency bias because all of his All Star all nominations, except for two years, came in this decade. Carmelo yeah. Anthony. Yeah. I'm taking Carmelo. I'm taking Aldridge over Carmelo. I'm saying like I feel like this is recency bias from 2010 20, to 2017. I'm gonna give you 28, 25, 25, 26, 22, 28, 27, 24, 21, 22. That that's what he averaged. That's insane. Like he's averaging. You gotta you gotta look over that list. Hell no, nah. hey bro. But like I mean, let, let, let's 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 take something like it's Blake just that Griffin. It, yeah, thank you. I, I would. I almost put Blake Griffin on, on the second team, and I hated that fact because I hate Blake Griffin. But you cannot put Lamarcus Aldridge over Blake Griffin. <laughs> now then this has just become a roast session. Come yeah. on now, bro. Come <laughs> Yo, on. Okay, you know what? I made this list at six o'clock in That's the morning. True. You did. I didn't freaking sleep last night. All right, I saw Lamarcus Aldridge's name <laughs> pop up a lot on the All NBA teams, <laughs> so I put him on there. Okay. You I can't make him? mistakes. What How are you going to put him over Kobe? No, he don't. Kobe, yeah, okay. Kobe was kind of oh, like the back LaMarcus, end. I know he's at the back end of his career, but over over Kobe. Yeah. Kobe really didn't do anything. A go, go, go. He didn't He didn't win a championship? I mean, he did, it but I mean, like, like, he didn't. He hasn't played, played for like the last I, I, like, okay. You cannot put LaMarcus over Kobe. I mean, bro, Lamar. I mean, I wouldn't I care about name. Uh, both okay. players. Okay. <sighs> I'm just listing well, about, off the about, number about, of names about, that you can you cannot. Put how about how about Lamarcus comparing Aldridge? Lamarcus Aldridge to you know Memphis dude Marcus Saul? Oh, I let, wanted, let's I, stop I with these names. I, cons I considered Mark, but at let's the stop end of with the day, these names. Just, let's yeah. stop with these names. Okay, oh, you better yes, have Kawhi on, on your list. Oh yeah, come on. I'm okay. not that oblivious. Okay. So you admit you're a first. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can. Hey, I can admit my imperfection. First, he's not top ten in the league now. Next, he like come on. Give me your list. Oh my. Okay, I'm going first. Damian Lillard. I had him on. No, yeah, I had him on my honorable mention. Honorable mention. Damian Lillard over Russell Westbrook. Yeah. He's more of a winning player in this decade. Obviously, it hasn't proved to be that. Yeah, and what has Russell Westbrook proven? He's proven an MVP, three straight triple doubles. Tell me when Dame can do that. Dame, Dame has taken his team farther. Dame is a better player right now, but Dame has taken his team farther. Dame is a better leader. Like on the court sure. in its impact and sure. like, I guess off the court. Tell me know, when he wins all, all these things like like Okay, Russ. so are you taking into account what he means to the Portland Trailblazers? 
I think it like you have to matter those things in context. Okay. Like also uh, okay. moments when, too. When you, like when I think of some of the greatest moments, moments this decade, yeah, Damian, Damian Lillard, Lillard pops up. Some of I'm, the most I'm, crazy moments. Like okay. I mean, honestly, like this debate, Damian Lillard shooting that shot over the Thunder, you know, end it. Damian Lillard second. Nah, team, Russell he's Westbrook, not. He's not, in it. he's not. Okay, but here's the thing, that completely like goes against your other argument because when I think of moments of Chris Paul versus Kawhi Leonard, it's not even. Close. <clears throat> That's you know right, but I mean? but like in context, maybe for me, I for I, I have a special inclination toward Damian Lillard's moments. No, yeah, I, no, I, I'm with you there. He's uh, from the Bay. Eddie's from the Bay. That makes I mean, sense. go. But I no, mean, like Damian get, Lillard. Get, okay, give me your list. So Damian Lillard, Paul George. Oh my god. I mean, are we okay? Are we forgetting? No, I'm my, not. Paul, Paul George. George Paul George before he went to before he chose OKC over the Clippers was my favorite player. Uh huh. And like, he's still like my my like a top three favorite player like, of mine. But he's not. He can't be on this list. I, I but, it's like, but, it's, but it's like if we're talking about Kawhi, you know, winning the Finals MVP that year, as you know, good like good enough on offense, was guarding LeBron pretty effectively. Like I mean, Paul George was actually the leader of those. So Pacers you teams. would you 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 think in this decade he's better than Melo? Oh no, no, just wait. I have Damian Lillard, Paul George, Kawhi, and then I have Melo. Okay, and then I have Blake. I Griffin. was really tripping on that Melo thing. Like, I don't Mellow's amazing. I don't even, I don't even like recency, recency bias. Yeah, I right? guess like we, so. Like we kind of forgot. Really tripping. We really forgot. <laughs> okay. Good Mellow. Okay. Here, here's mine. I have Russ, Anthony Davis, Mellow, uh, CP, mm-hmm. and D Wade. See, I couldn't put Anthony. Davis I, I know D Wade died in yeah, the like I, I, in the yeah, middle. I gotta fight you on D In the middle of, of the of the whatever of the of decade. decade. My man still got two champ, and I know but, he's not the leader of them. I mean, yeah, LeBron. I mean, but I couldn't find. See, that's where I weigh championships or stats. Do I put Blake Griffin over him? Do I put Giannis over him? No, I, I can't put those two guys Wait, over you, over D Wade. If you put winning over stats, what's your argument for Anthony Davis in this list? Mm. He's just pure dominance. Tell me another big man that's dominance that only made the playoffs. T- tell me another big man. Tell me another big man. I mean, I put, put Blake Griffin in there. Yeah, he's not better than Anthony Davis over the course of the decade. Nope. I mean, like, like nope. considering AD like going forward, like of course. But when when I think of Blake of Griffin, his his uh the thing that's <clears throat> impressed me over the course of the decade is his just shot. the evolution of his game of his shot. Uh, like mm-hmm. the, the guy he was when he was drafted <laughs> versus the guy he is now. Two very who's a better players. defender between I mean, AD. Uh, yeah, yeah, AD. And although Blake Griffin has developed the shot. So as I Anthony mean, the Davis. shot creation skills, like the guy who, who has runs defensive the player team? of the year, who has, who, like Anthony Davis. Who, well, like, come on. I mean, he doesn't yet, I guess. Would you rather build in the peak in, of in their the, careers? The, who the, would you rather build your well, team? Well, no, this is not peak of their careers. This is this is twenty. But they have both experienced their peak of their careers in this decade. That's true. And who would you? Who would you I, I feel like I feel like Anthony Davis's peak is going to be like couple. Okay, years fine. Before, Even if forth. he hasn't, that that just speaks like wh- who would you rather build your team around? At the peak of their careers within this decade, who would you rather build your team around? At the, I'm, I mean, the way I, I think about it is like you have to consider like the total decade, right? Like if I you mean, get, you also have to consider uh, Blake Griffin's impact over the course of the decade. In that Blake Griffin initially for the for a, a decent chunk of the the decade was reliant upon the players around him. Like he he was he, he was he was because a I mean let me give you the number his rookie year that he came 20, in the first year 20. of the decade. Well, not his without rookie, Chris Paul. Rookie year. Yeah. yeah, technically not. <coughs> Twenty two and a half points a game, twelve yeah. rebounds a game. He has like ten straight years of like, like basically 20. almost getting so twenty does, and so ten. Does Marcus Aldridge. 
Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. Mostly. You're not mellow. I'm, I was tripping on that 20 one. 20 and 10 okay. and like five assists a game. He's getting 20, 10, 5. That's interesting. I didn't it. realize his rookie season was that good. No, he he's he's falling under he's falling under the radar as, as most of those Lob City Clippers have. No, and and, and I, I I'm not I, saying I mean, I I'm not Blake saying Griffin in my honorable I, I'm, not, I'm yeah, not saying that it wasn't close. Like I was still debating Blake Griffin like being on here. I, I was really debating Blake Griffin or D Wade, and, and I did put Blake Griffin initially. But then when I like when I weigh winning, mm-hmm. is he really a w- winning player? Like when you have CP DeAndre Jamal Crawford JJ Red, you have all these pe- you gotta this, make this it pass. I mean, right? as a, I mean, like has Dwayne Wade like Dwayne Wade is a two thousands yeah, player has. too. Like he's great in the two thousands, right? But he's conducive to in him. this decade. Ever since, yeah, I didn't have Dwayne either. I, 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 I mean, like I understand the argument for, it, but a- after twenty thirteen, and and this is a player whose game is scoring, didn't average more than twenty points a game except one season. After twenty, after twenty thirteen, he didn't average twenty. Twenty two. What do you mean? Yeah, except for one. He goes, no, here, 19. But in this decade, 26, 25, 22, 21. Yeah, but I'm saying like after 2013, he's And then it dropped off, like just, it dropped off pretty deep yeah. after a while. I, 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 yeah. couldn't, I couldn't. Um, But I was actually in between Blake Griffin and Mark Gasol. Marcus. Oh, my God. See, I, I, I appreciate that because, you know, Memphis are... Marcus Gasol means a, a lot to the city of Memphis, and if he wasn't in Memphis and he was putting up those same numbers in like a place like Los Angeles, mm-hmm. like literally, if you swap out him and Pau Gasol, we look at Marcus Gasol in a very different light. But it, I, over over Blake, I don't know. Nope. Yeah. So it, I, didn't, I, didn't, the, I didn't eventually put him over yeah. Blake, and and I mean like I thought of him over Anthony Davis because Marcus Gasol's done it since you know year one of the decade, pretty much. You know, like, and and it's funny because his numbers actually aren't that great, but just his overall impact. He had that one year where he's Defensive Player of the Year, and I think he shot more years where he was considered for it. I mean, it's it's, it's the Memphis bias, man. No one's going, no one's looking in Memphis for anything. No one's going to go look for stuff in Memphis. You know what I mean? It's the I only mean, reason Mike Conley's not, even, you know, even as you know, the grit and grind Memphis is kind of enshrined in, in you know, kind of the NBA legacy. Yeah. I think Marcus Saul is still undervalued. Plus, the championship in Toronto just kind of puts a cherry on top not yeah. that not that it means anything yeah, I mean he, we, we got we got to take it into account he did <clears throat> win a championship even though it was kind of you know he, he kind of finessed his way into a championship but you know um should we talk honorable mentions uh I just I mean can we can we go back to the Paul George thing do we flesh this out enough Yes, I feel like like you, you remember that like Indiana posed like legit challenges. I do, when, and I didn't like LeBron. That's why I, he became I, like, one of, of my of, favorite when players. When I think of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard over the course of this decade, very very similar careers. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they. I wouldn't say so. I mean, no. Okay, not uh, on the back end. Not one, really because Paul George can't. One well, had no, to lead I, think, his I think Paul George one, is better now than Kawhi, but oh, that's I know you do. God. But like Paul, Paul George, you know, he came in kind of in the shadow of Danny Granger for a little bit, and then. Mm. Granger obviously had the injury issues, yeah. and then Paul George stepped into that. Paul George was the individual that you know stood toe to toe with team. LeBron. Yeah, uh, like, you know, posed the best challenge to those unstoppable Heat teams. Yeah, and, and than you know, maybe even the Spurs. Question. I mean, the Spurs beat no, them. Obviously not Spurs because the Spurs beat them. Yeah, no, but like, and they only pushed them to like six games. But like just from like one seven games. To me, it felt like Indiana like really, really pushed the Heat. Yeah, they did. They Not did. like the Spurs, obviously. That, that's the Spurs why won. I have Paul George in my honorable mentions. Like he, he's made a lot of All NBA mm-hmm. teams over the over the course of the decade. Mm-hmm. He's average. You know, a, I, I'd say he might have been comparably defensively to Kawhi Leonard throughout the decade. Uh, I, 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 one hat. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to repeat. Yeah. I I mean, you can make that argument, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, like volume, like similarly, like volume score could get some rebounds, but he was a better shooter than Kawhi. 
how he just didn't put up the same results. I mean, there's a reason why Paul George had to go follow Kawhi to the Clippers, and it wasn't the other way around. That's okay. There's credence. There's credence to that. And and uh, but like I feel like Paul George has to be at least on the second team. Like like he's one of those players that's the only reason he's not now, and he was great in the early part of the decade. It's because he does he doesn't dominate the game in the same way Giannis does. Um, I guess maybe it's just that I think of the first half of the yeah, decade. Because so it's like, it's easy to remember, you I'm know, this year, I'm taking into account year, the first half of the year, decade, but it, it three I, years ago. I have, like, the, the sheer, the, the sheer <clears throat> unstoppability of Giannis Antetokounmpo, I, I, that's so valuable to mm-hmm. me. And like, I, I yeah. value that over. Okay, uh, so yeah, so I feel that. Honorable mention. Giannis, BG. Well, that's kind of weird. Yo, as you're doing. See, actually, I didn't put like the honorable mention names that I assume like you guys would have just just because like I think they're obviously honorable mentions. Like Giannis is an honorable mention. Giannis, BG, Paul, Paul George, like Dwayne is an honorable mention to me. D-Wayne. Anthony Davis, I put my uh, honorable mention. I have uh, DeAndre Jordan. I think that's Hell somebody. No, no, I, no. I'm telling you, Stop. man. If you go back and look at how many all Can't NBA put a, teams, all yeah. defensive teams that DeAndre Jordan made, he was the. No. Trailblazer in the revolution of the the the, cent, the I can't, modern center. I'm I, telling you, I, I can't I, put a guy up there that 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 has no offensive capability, <clears throat> like I Joel Embiid. I, like, I understand AD. why you do that, just from in terms of like a, he was the modern center before the modern center. It's like so. I, have, I actually have Draymond in my honorable mention because winning, right? Are we considering winning? But like you know, impact defensively, he's he he's really so the do you precursor. Have Clay on there. No, because Draymond changed the game. Like he changed how the NBA had to play. Like there, if there's two players that change, no, but I mean, how, and, and, and sure, NBA had to but play. but when you're talking about stats too, yeah. I mean, again, I don't put I didn't put Draymond in my teams, but let's just let, like let's just state that Draymond like a feeling thing than it is like a yeah, like, We're not making a third team All NBA. We're making you know the, yeah. the players that we just feel mm-hmm. like, like a, a guy that I considered would have been Derrick Rose because he he would have been you know right he, he, he would have. I'm actually on the train the, that he wouldn't have been all that he would have been great but not like in the ways we consider him now i mean sometimes that tends to happen when when somebody suffers an injury like that the allure kind of gets inflated yeah but you know that i i, I wore d rose's kicks growing up okay. you know what i mean like that, I that's just somebody that that uh but like but draymond like defined the small ball center before people knew what that was like okay the small ball lineup like hit so many teams in the face before they couldn't even realize how, how to combat it and the reason for that was because you couldn't defend Steph and you couldn't score on Draymond, you know, in, in the respective offense and defense. Mm. I think, like, it, it deserves a shout-out. Like, uh, I had Marcus all AD on there. I'm just, did you guys go through all your names as well? Um, I had Dame, Blake. I also had Kyrie. I feel like that's somebody oh. that deserves some credence. Uh, Interesting. Especially given the, the championship and the, the, the moments. And, you know, probably best handle in history. Undoubtedly. I don't want to hear anybody else. I mean, you can make. I don't want to hear Steph. I don't want to hear nobody. nobody. AI, you can't hear AI. Nah, I, mm-hmm. I can hear AI. I'll, 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 when you're talking, you on it, but when, I can hear AI. When you're talking about like space and, and like the ability to do, like people don't understand this, but when you, when you're like dribbling in limited space in the lane and, and like you know uh, splitting pick and roll, like. It's is it's undoubtedly like AI would do flashy big moves, but when you're talking about getting in the trend, yeah, it's not close. Hmm. Interesting. Um, la- this last one, and name. Kevin Love, he deserves some. Actually, yeah, Kevin yeah. Love. I was thinking we we okay. just, we yeah. stopped thinking about him because okay. he was you know LeBron's sideshow, mm-hmm. like LeBron's but, child. <clears throat> but go stand in the, the corner, the last, Kevin. The, <laughs> go the, go. No, the last, Chris so, Bosh. So no, so this last name I had is going to be a fun one. Mm. Roy Hibbert. 
because when you <laughs> not 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 because he was good. No, not be, no, 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 not because he was good. But when I but when I think of a player, yeah. like if I wanna if I wanna tell people about the NBA in tw- oh, in the 2010s, man. and just say I'm gonna tell I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the story. I'm gonna you, tell you the story of the Roy NBA. Roy Hibbert doesn't come up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If I want to tell a story about 2010s and the duality of it, I'm talking about Roy Hibbert on the Lakers no, no, when he sucked in, okay, in one player. Okay, hear me I out. Think I see what you're driving at. Oh, when I'm, when I'm talking about the duality of 2010 basketball Versus, and how much it changed, okay. he went from elite, maybe the best defender in the league people considered him, to oh. like instantly unplayable. And okay, he's he's so 30. Stand, I think not, about not, Dwight Howard. Not yeah. Uh, I think about Dwight no, Howard. Like, think of, like, you just, think of but Roy in, Hibbert went from like considered. Top three defensive player in the when league. the league like slips when, out from when under. There's you. literally when there was literally so, no. Space. I think this of Melo Dwight. This isn't an impact argument. This is this, a, this is just like aesthetic. Okay. Like, oh, like, I guess if, okay. if, if, if I like again, I like you. I was saying, if I wanted to tell people about the NBA in the 2010 and how much it changed and like what Roy player represented to that change, Draymond Green is what you're saying. Just Roy Hibbert, like okay. him from being yeah. considered like a top NBA player just from defensive impact. My, alone. my mind goes to Dwight. Dwight Al Jefferson. Folks forgot about Al Jefferson, bro. Uh, my mind goes to <laughs> Dwight and Melo. Oh, but no, no one ever like people actually thought of Roy Hib- Roy Hibber as like a I never great and I like I remember the talk. Was. It was like those Indiana Pacers teams are so unbeatable because there's no way you can you know um, there's no way you can break Roy Hibbert defensively until the Atlanta Hawks threw like some random stretch five in a playoff series in 2013 and like actually deployed Roy Hibbert off the floor and it was like a foreshadowing of what was to come because it only, it only took two years for him to go from really like elite defender, super high impact player to like virtual nobody on the Lakers couldn't find a job. He's 30 now. He's 30 and he can't find a job anymore. Yeah, I mean, NBA. he's just so slow footed. That's what I'm saying. Like you think of Bynum too. That was just injuries. That's injuries. That but was like, injuries. But, I, but, I, but I think still, like Roy Hibbert yeah. is the most representative player of the shifting NBA in the 2010s. Mm, I think it's Dwight. But Dwight, was, it was Dwight. a mentality thing. For like Dwight, Dwight, like Dwight still played at like a level, if not I'm a high level. No, yes sir. Um, Anyways, I, I, speaking just of throwing that in, there. speaking of the Hawks, honorable mention that entire Hawks team that all made the the, 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 the I think and, that was just a fun team to like they observe just because they weren't they they weren't star oriented. Yeah. They just were you know a, a team that collectively did, did, did played Joe, very well. Did Joe Johnson deserve some love in this? Decade? No. no. I feel like, like I feel like, I feel like he, he deserves he, some love, but not. No, like, he he not kind of he Stuff kind of encompassed like the in between, or or even someone like Josh Smith, who I know no. that's two thousand like one of the most yeah. The, under, his his biggest moment in his career was was at Houston. Was the Houston series against? The I mean, he's also one of the most underrated defenders of, of all time in the NBA. But I mean, yeah, that's besides the point. But I think all those Hawks teams were like spanning like two different decades. Okay, you know, y'all wouldn't even give Lamarcus Aldridge honorable mention though. I, I really do not think of Marcus. But he's just so silly. I, okay, I, I'll, I'll, runs, I'll, I'll, own, I'll own the fact that I was probably chipping when I put him on second. Probably. Mm-hmm. I was definitely tripping. But I think he still <laughs> deserves honorable mention. Uh, at the, the 20 and 10 basically throughout the entire decade. That's not easy. You, I, I, I think next time we do like a player, li- we, we have to do a draft. I need to sleep yeah. first. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I, mean, I was running on fumes when I wrote this. Bro. I, I mean, honestly, me and you both, we both need to sleep and not, you know, get yeah, sick just, anymore, get healthy. Bro, we, we love uh, we love finals week or, you know, oh, for the final yeah. week of the semester. Is that, is, will that wrap up the episode? You guys got anything else? All right. That'll do it for this episode of Hoop and Holler. Thank you for tuning in to the end. As always, you can catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and follow us on social media at SQR1Media on Twitter and Instagram. Drop us a comment if you have a question you want us to answer. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.